0: Pray for tonight, Lord. We have gathered at your feet with a preparedness for transformation, for a change. Lord, we are tired of these stony hearts. We are tired of the same hearts. But tonight, oh God, we come especially with a preparedness for transformation, for a change change our hearts we put our hearts in your hands oh great Potter. reform our hearts transform our hearts whatever is in our hearts that is not pleasing to you lord make them as you so desire remove anything that does not please you but tonight lord let us live here with a different new heart. the heart of flesh we give you glory and honor in Jesus' name, Amen. Why don't you clap your hands for Jesus, and you may be seated. Hallelujah! Amen. Wonderful. Well, it's good to see all of you. And on behalf of the presiding bishop, Bishop Dagwood Mills, I want to welcome all of you to this sanctuary. Amen. Wonderful. Well, I have some few announcements, but I'll give them to you at the end of the service. And for the moment, we want to come before the Lord to hear his word. Do you want to hear the word of God? Yes. Wonderful. Awesome. Turn with me to Luke chapter 15 and verse 11. Luke chapter 15 and verse 11. Um, until the end of last year, we were talking about the symbols from the prodigal son. How many of you remember? Or you forgotten? You were talking about symbols from the prodigal son and we shared so many things about this story, so many things that I, I don't want you to forget. Do not be a hearer of the word only, but a doer of the word. Amen. Yes. So did you learn some symbols from the prodigal son? Yes. What symbols did you learn? What symbols did you learn? Right and wrong decision. Yes, yes. right and wrong decision. Amen. Amen. Right and wrong decision. Major decision. Is that or major decision? Yes. a major decision? For, for a major breakthrough. What else? Major decision for a major breakthrough. What else? What else did you learn? What symbols? Sin creates distance from God. Sin puts us far away from God. Amen. Amen. Look, we are learning some great symbols from this story, and I do not want you to forget. Do you understand? Don't hear the word of God and put it aside. Put it away. Amen. Amen. Let it be in you. Let Let it be a part of your life. and. It should have made you make second decisions already. Do you understand? Yes. And so you shouldn't forget what you are hearing. Anyway, <laughs> go back and listen to the messages. Wow. So I'm just preaching. I will just, And then we will come to an end. Is that, is that how? No. Do you write notes? Yes. So can I go around and inspect your notes yes. right now? And see, who does not write notes? You don't have notes. Let me see. You don't write notes in church. You don't take down notes. You don't write notes. Who is it? They didn't come to church. (laughs) Wonderful. Wow. Such words of wisdom. You let it go by and you don't write anything down. Do not waste your life like that. Amen. Well, until the end of the year, we were, talking about the, uh, we were talking about symbols from the prodigal son. And we were talking about major decisions for major breakthrough. Major decision for a major breakthrough. Do you remember? Yes. All right. Turn to Luke chapter 15 and verse 11. And he said, a certain man had two sons. And the elder and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that followed to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there wasted his substance with righteous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his field to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with a husk that the swine did eat, And no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and I am no more worthy to be called thy son.'" But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe, and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand, and shoes on his feet. And bring hither the father's calf, and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. Hallelujah. Do you remember the story so far? At least you remember the story, that we have read it many times. Amen. Now, we cannot always go back. We have to finish. We have to move forward. So, I want you to please, can we control? Please. It's really distracting. Amen. Amen. So, we were talking about major decision for a major breakthrough. Major decision for a major breakthrough. Now, anyone who needs his situation to change, anyone who desires a change in his or her situation must make certain decision. Do you understand? If you want your situation or your condition to change, you must make certain decisions except you don't want a change if you don't want a change then you don't make a decision but if you want a change if you want a change in your condition or your situation then you have to make a certain decision hallelujah now a major decision leads to a major change when you make a major decision it leads to a major change do you understand Galatians chapter 6 and verse 7, it says, whatsoever a man soweth, whatsoever a man soweth, anything, it says, be not deceived, you cannot mock God, you cannot put A out and expect to get B. It says, God is not mocked, whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also do what? Reap. Whatever a man soweth, that is what he will reap. So if you sow a small decision, you will reap a small change. Do you understand? If you sow a major decision, you will reap a major change. Whatever you sow is what you will reap. Isn't that so? You can expect that you finish high school and get a bachelor's degree. Because you spent so many years in high school. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. Because you spent so many years in high school, it must be equivalent to a bachelor's degree. Whatever you sow is what you will reap. Now in this story, we see that this young man in verse 14, if you will go back to the story, can we read from the Amplified Version? The Amplified Version in um, Luke chapter 15 and verse 14. He says, and when he had spent all, when he had spent all, he had something and he had spent all. And the Bible says, and when he had spent all, a mighty famine came upon that country. Do you see? A mighty famine came upon that country and he began to fall behind and be in want. What does it mean to fall behind? It means your bills are not getting paid. Isn't that so? When we say you are falling behind, it means you are in debt. He began to be in want. When you are in debt, you are in want. Amen. He spent all, and then there was, in addition to that, a mighty famine. Do you understand? He spent all he had, and then there was a mighty famine. So he began to be in want. Now this could never have happened in his father's house. Do you understand? This could never have happened in his father's house where servants had a lot to eat. Where servants had enough to eat. But here in this country, this is the situation that he finds himself. He is in a situation where there is famine and he does not have anything. He has spent all that he had. So he wanted to see a change in his situation or a change in his condition. If you are in a situation like this, if you are in a situation where you have spent all you had, you are jobless, and you, you happen to be in a country where there is famine, what is the equivalent of famine in our days? What do we call it? Oh. Ah, when a country is in Recession. Oh, scholars. (laughs) This is a modern day farming. The country is in recession. Amen. Do you understand? In those days, farming means products are scarce. Right? In in recession too, money is scarce. (laughs) Isn't that so? Yeah. So he wanted to see a change in his condition... So And he needed to make a decision. He needed to make a decision. So let's see what he did in verse 15. Verse 15. He says, So he went and forced or glued himself or joined himself upon one of the citizens of that country. Amen. He went and joined himself to a citizen of the same country where there was famine. A citizen of the same country. Where there was farming. So he's making an effort. He's trying to bring some change. Now, if you are in a country where there is farming, it doesn't matter how much money you have. There is farming. There is not enough, just not enough for everyone. Do you understand what I'm saying with what I'm saying? So even if this citizen is rich, and you join yourself to this citizen, there might just not be enough for him, or even to give you. Do you understand? So the boy is making certain change, and he has joined himself to a citizen of that same country. Imagine you are in Burkina Faso. How many of you know a country called Burkina Faso? There is a country in is it North Africa, or Forgive. It's West. West. It's West Africa, but it's north of Ghana. (laughs) In the northern part of Ghana, but it's in West Africa. It's a very poor country, isn't that so? So if if you are in Burkina Faso and you are broke, and then you find a citizen and join yourself to that citizen, How much do you think that citizen can give you? So this citizen may have good intentions. He may want to help, but he just cannot. And the best he could offer him was to send him to feed his swine. Do you understand? He sent him to feed his swine. Amen. If you are in a project, you live in a project. And you are people that are around, you are broke. And then you see the people that are around and you say, there are citizens here. <laughs> there are citizens in my building. You know, why should I be broke? Why should I be hungry and there are citizens? And then you join yourself to one of the citizens. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Amen. So you realize that all his problems, all the problems that he's encountering now, he's encountering them in this country, in the country that he is in right now. In the country where he wasted all his substance. In a country which led to him wasting all his substance. In a country where he acquired this new lifestyle, this extravagant lifestyle. In the country where he was spending and wasting his life with the righteous living, in that same country, that is where he's still in, do you understand? In a country where he acquired this friend that he has joined himself, that is helping him waste his life. Amen. Amen. In a country where he has evil influence from friends, prostitution. Spending his money on prostitutes in a country where he has now learned to smoke hookah. Do you know what is hookah? Yes. Do you know that what is hookah? Yes. <laughs> Christians smoke hookah. Do you know that? Who doesn't know what is hookah? Show me. Lift okay. Now put out your hand. Who knows what is hookah? Lift up your hands. Yeah. <laughs> What a shock. In that country where he has learned how to smoke hookah and smoking hookah, carrying hookah and taking pictures with hookah. In that country. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? You see? So he needs to make a decision. But he has joined himself to a citizen of that country. In a country where he's learned to do drugs. Or in a company where he has learned to do drugs. But he has joined himself to another of the same company. In a country where he's broke and hungry. Eric, do you hear the word of God? Yes. So you realize that all of these things are happening in that far country. And all of these things began to happen to him when he left his father's house. These things are happening when he's not under the covering of his father. When he's not in his father's house. When he's not under the counseling of his father or the direction and guidance of his father. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? So You see, sometimes people move very far away from the father. They move very far away from the father, and it may—you see—I was amazed that the Bible says to a far country, to a far country, to distance him. There are some people they don't want the father to know anything about them. They don't want the father to know what is going on in their life. They feel very, and they make their own decisions. Do you understand? They're not subjected to the father's counseling. And these things began to happen to this young man when he moved far away from his father's house. So he needed to make a major decision if he was going to bring about a major change in his life. Hallelujah. Rather, he chose an easy way out. He chose an easy way out. And he made a small decision. He made a small decision. And he yielded a small change in his condition. You see, the Bible says, And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there, 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 nowhere else there, wasted his substance with righteous living. And verse 14, And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land. After he had spent all, then there was famine. And he began to be in in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. A citizen of that country. And he sent him into his field to feed swine. Do you see? So he made a small change. He took a decision. And the decision led him to make a small change. A small change as stay in the same country, but just find yourself and join yourself to at least a citizen of that country. So that small change, you realize he made some change. Before he had not joined himself to anyone. But now he has joined himself to a citizen. And that brought him a job. Do you see? Now he has a job. Isn't that so? He sent him to feed the swine. Previously he didn't have a job. So this change, it looks like it's different from his previous situation. This condition is different because now he has a job but did that change bring any improvement in his condition he made a small convenient decision as joining himself to a citizen of that country but it did not lead to any significant change in his condition do you see because if you continue to read verse 16 he says and he would feign that means he would have Yearned to fill his belly with the husk that the swine did eat, but no man gave unto him. That means he desired, but it will not fail him. The husk do you know what is the husk? It's the hard core, it's like when you eat um, the chaff. Yes, so it is the hard core. Would you want to eat that? but he, had, he would have feigned to eat it. And he says, and no man gave unto him. If no man is given unto you, does it not place you in the same position as being in want and being in need? So you realize that he made a change, but it did not bring a major change in his condition. Hallelujah. And some of you are in similar situations. You are in a similar situation that requires you to make a major change. But you make a small change, such as you join yourself to a citizen, so you have U.S. passport. You join yourself to a citizen of that country, and so you have a U.S. passport. But you see, holding the U.S. passport or holding a passport has not made any change in your situation. It has not made any major change in your condition because you are still feeding swine. With your passport, with your attachment to a citizen, you are still feeding swine. And so there has not been any change in your situation. Is somebody hearing what I'm sharing? No change. But what he needed was a major change. A major change. Not Change that brings you to the same condition, but a major change. Hallelujah. But not much has changed since you joined yourself to this citizen. So it means that the change that you made was not a major change. Not much has changed. And if there's going to be any significant change, you're going to need to make a major decision. Hallelujah. Your situation is the way it is because you have not made any major change in your decisions, no major decision, and no major changes, and that is why your situation is the way it is. Hallelujah. You probably need to make a major change if you are desiring to make any major breakthrough. You're bringing any major breakthrough. You probably need to make a major change, like, example, going to school. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? You see, going to school is a major decision. Making a decision to go to school is a major decision, or learning a trade. Putting yourself down to go and learn a trade is a major decision. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Rather than making small changes, making small changes, you say, "Oh, I will move from being a housekeeper, and I will go and... Be, uh, uh, you work in a food service department. Do you understand? You are working in housekeeping, so you say, I'm going to make, a, make some changes. I'm going to make a change. And then you go to f- work in a food service department. You see, all that change that has brought you is a change in your uniform. <laughs> is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? A change in your uniform, and there may be a benefit of free food. You get free food. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Small change. Small change. Oh, I'm not in housekeeping anymore. I'm a transporter. You know? So they give you a tie to wear. But you see, it has not brought any change in your situation. You still are in want, you are still in need. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing? You know one? time i there was a guy many years ago there was a guy that came to this country and his greatest dream his biggest dream was a dream job you know what his dream job was how many of you want to know what his dream job was you know when you see him and he's morose he's not happy you know and you ask him how things are going and he says as for us you know <laughs> And you know what his dream job was? That he felt if he has not gotten a job like this, then he has not arrived in this country. His dream job was to have a job as a housekeeper in a hotel or in a hospital. That was his dream job. <laughs> so when you see him and you ask, How are things? Hey, for us, you know, these <laughs> jobs that uh, people are having, we don't have some. <laughs> so things are not well. That is always his complaint. And you are expecting a major breakthrough in your life. Amen. Some of you, you need to make a major decision and make a major change. But all you do is you change the wording on your CV. You see, you change your resume. You just reword things. You know, you are a security guard. By experience, and so when you are putting, say, from 1999 to 2007, you are security and protection officer. (laughs) You see, so that's your experience, security and protection officer (SPO). (laughs) And then you work. I see that there's a there's a place on 125th Street. It's a bank on 125th Street. And every time I'm passing by, early morning, there is a lady who is an SPO, security protection (laughs) officer, and she's sleeping. (laughs) So you say you are SPO and you are specialized in banking. So you work in a bank, security guard in a bank. And that's what you are put on your CV. Instead of making a major decision to make a major breakthrough, you are changing the words on your CV. You are rewording things on your CV. You say you are a housekeeper. You say no. You want to change it and make it environmental services personnel. You are environmental services personnel. What is that? ESP. <laughs> ESP. And you specialize in hotels and specialize in hospitals. <laughs> That's your major decision that you have made. You see, I'm not mocking any job, but I'm telling you if you are desiring to see a major change, you need to make a major decision in your life. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Everyone starts somewhere. Everyone starts somewhere. But you don't have to remain in the same place. You have to make a major decision that brings a major breakthrough. Amen. Amen. You say you are home health aid. So you reward it. And then you say you are elder care specialist. (laughs) Elder care specialist. And you put it on your resume. You want a big change in your life? You need to make a major decision. Hallelujah. You want a big, as a Christian, you want a big change in your prayer life. You say, I want a big change in your prayer life. A big change does not mean now you get up from your bed and then you lie on your sofa. That is not a major change. That is not going to yield you any growth in your prayer life. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? So, your resolution this year, I'm going to really pray at dawn. I'm going to pray. And so, your decision is that now you're not going to pray on your bed. You get up from the bed and lie on your sofa. Come to the living room and lie on your sofa. That is your major change. That is not going to bring, tell somebody that's not going to bring you a major change. Amen. It's not going to bring you a major change. There are some of you. You need Some people, they need to make a major decision as joining a good church. Joining a good church. And then you say, oh, I have to take a train and a bus. So it's a big deal. It's too much. So you want a church that is next door, nearby. So I'll go to this thing. Sir. <laughs> I'll just take it like that. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? You see, any major breakthrough desires or calls for a major decision. Amen. So look at this, verse 17. The Bible says, And when he came to himself, and when he came to himself. Now this young man came to himself. That means he came to his senses. You need to come to yourself. You need to come to your senses. You need to analyze your situation and come to your senses. He says, and when he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. You see, now he's making analysis of his condition an analysis of his situation and looking around him and comparing and saying, how many is, he looks at himself? He says, look at me. How many higher servants of my fathers have bread enough to eat? and to spare and I perish with hunger in this place amen in whatever situation you are in you 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 yourself you you have to analyze the situation you have to come to your senses no one should point out to you you have to rise up and come to your senses and analyze and say I'm tired of borrowing every time I borrow uh, but before the paycheck comes I always owe. Every time I'm in the negative. I am tired of being in the negative. I am tired of staying in my mother's house. I am tired of staying in my father's house. I am tired of sharing room with this person. I am tired of going to... You need to come to that decision. You, have, you, have, you are married with three children. You still need roommates. No privacy in your home. You need to rise up and come to a decision. You and your wife, every you, you, I mean, you have a roommate besides your children. Do you understand? At least your children, you can ensure that they are asleep. You can go to their rooms and make sure that they are asleep. But you can't ensure that your roommate is asleep. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? You see, you have to analyze your situation. Analyze your condition. He says, and he, when he came to himself, there's a point in life that you have to come to yourself. Come to yourself and analyze and look. He says, and when he came to himself, he said, he said, he said. Nobody had to tell him. You see, sometimes when someone points out your condition to you, you get angry. Do you understand? When some, someone points out, your situation to you, even though it's obvious to you, you get angry as if no one knows. But you have to come to yourself and analyze for yourself. Analyze things for yourself. You need to realize that the decision you have made so far has brought you no significant change in your situation. You need to realize that joining yourself to a citizen of that country has not brought you any major change. Is somebody hearing what I'm sharing? Yeah. And so he analyzed it himself and analyzed the situation. He says, there are many hired servants of my father's, servants that have bread enough and to spare. They take some bread to give to their relatives at the end of the day. And I perish with hunger. I will arise. I will arise. I will arise. Hallelujah. I will arise. He says... I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. Amen. Amen. I have sinned against heaven and before thee. This is his analysis and this is now a decision that he's making. It's a major decision. He realized that leaving my father's house is what has brought me all these problems. Now, making a U-turn is a major decision. It's a major decision. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you, it comes with embarrassment. Some of the decisions that we make, sometimes, it comes with embarrassment. A major decision is, a lot of times, uncomfortable decision. It is a stressful decision. It's a shameful decision, sometimes. Sometimes it's a, it's a a decision that will make you work harder. Such as you, you will spend time to, in school and spend time at work. He says, I will arise. Tell somebody, I will arise. I will arise. Amen. Amen. I will arise. So when he came to his senses, he came up with a plan. Do you see? He came up with a plan. What was his plan? For this major decision, he says, I will arise and go back to my father's house. I will go to my father, and then he rehearsed. He had a plan what he's going to say to his father. He had a plan. Hallelujah. He had a plan. So you see, he has a plan, and now he's about to execute his plan. So he said, I will arise and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. That is a major decision. That is a major decision. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing? That is a major decision. Hallelujah. And he does not just arise and made a decision. Do you understand? He made a decision and he acted on it. He executed the plan. So the next verse, verse 20, he says, And he arose. gifted the He made a decision and he arose. And he came to his father. This was a far country. It looks like it is very difficult to go back that far. But he arose immediately. And he came to his father. Amen. Amen. He acted on the decision immediately. You see, sometimes Christians hide behind prayers and make excuses and not act on decisions. Sometimes Christians make major decisions and then they hide behind prayers. Do you understand what I mean by that? They hide behind prayers. They hide behind, I am praying about it. Oh, I'm praying about it. How many of you have heard that before? You've heard a Christian say that before. I'm praying about it. Oh, I'm praying about it. You need to go to school. You say, I'm praying about it. Now tell me, if you are planning to go to school and you say you are praying about it, what answer do you expect from God to, to, to say to you, don't go to school? <laughs> What answer do you expect from God? Eric, don't go to school. Stay one more year. Work at McDonald's one more year. Don't go to school. Is somebody hearing what I'm sharing? You see, you have to act on a decision. Christians hide behind, when instead of making, executing your plan, they always, oh, I'm praying about it. I'm praying about it. I'm praying about it. And you will not act on the decision. You have made a decision to go to school. Get up and go. Get up and go and register. What prayers? How? What what, what prayers? What prayers? What you need is to register and select some courses. That is what you need. What prayers do you need for God to show you I'm praying about it. I'm praying about it. How many of you have? Your prayer life is poor and you want to improve on it. You say, I'm praying about it. You don't come for prayer meetings and we are encouraging you when we have prayer meetings, come. You say, I'm praying about it. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Major decisions, it ex- if you don't execute them, you will never carry them on. Because you will have reasons why you should delay it. Reasons why you should delay it. Ma- major decisions. They call for, they call for immediate execution. Immediate execution. Amen. I am praying about it. I am praying about it. Some of you have certain friendships. You have a friend that you know where he's leading you. You have joined yourself to a citizen. You have joined yourself to certain people that they are showing you to do certain things. They are leading you into doing all kinds of things. What, do you need prayers about this? Do you need prayers to stop work, going around with these people? You don't, what prayers do you need? You want God to tell you, Continue to go with them for a while. I will tell you when to stop. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? You see, we hide behind, I'm praying about it, I am praying about it, and we don't act. We don't act. You don't act. You are in a relationship with a person, and the person says, I'll marry you. I'll marry you. I'll marry you have followed the person for a long time, and I promise I'll marry you. I'll, I'll marry you. You are the one that I'll, I'll marry you. You are the one that I'll, I'll marry you. And you are still following the person. You are still following the person. How long are you going to follow the person for the person to? You have to make a decision and say enough. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Enough! I'm moving on! And move on! Move on! Is somebody understand what I'm saying? You see? There are some of you. You see, one time there's, um, I heard of a story about a man in the church, a young man in the church. And you see, some, some of you young men, you, you see a young woman, you like the woman, you, want, you like the woman. And then you are walking around a woman. Walking around a woman. And going around the woman. Carrying her bag. Taking things for her. Buying things for her. Carrying her things. Doing this. But you like her. And you can't say it. You can't say it. You are just going around it. Going around it. going. Around. You can't say it. You want... By divine intervention, the woman will also see that the way I'm carrying your bag and the way I come to meet you and I, I call you and I do this, the woman should know that, you know, I'm interested. By revelation. So I heard of this man who was going around this young woman like that. The woman wants to marry. And the man is going around the woman. The woman is cooking, bringing him food. You know, she gets something and she, you know, she would give him something to eat. And things like that. The man has been eating the woman's food for a while. So one day, she went to this woman. And then she's talking every time, you know, she's trying to be, he's trying to be spiritual. You know, and talking about all kinds of things. But you see, when you are interested in something, everything that you talk about, it leads to that thing. Do you realize that? It leads to that and then you are stuck. You can't say anything. You see? So, he was with a young woman, and then he says, um, is there anything you, you know, any prayer topics that you... <laughs> Do you have any prayer topics? Anything that, you know, we can both pray about, something that we can both agree on and pray about? The woman looks at him and says... What prayer topic? You are my prayer topic. You are my prayer topic. said, you, you are my prayer topic. How long? How long? You are eating my food. You are always eating my food. You like me. I know you like me. Walking around me, going back and forth. What prayer topic? You are my prayer topic. So if there's anything we have to pray, let us pray right now and say what you have to say to me. Because the answer is Today. <laughs> You are my prayer topic. You are my prayer topic. Amen. You see, Christians hide behind. I'm praying about it. I'm praying about it. Do you like this woman? Oh, I'm praying about it. Reverend, I'm praying. Meanwhile, <laughs> you like the woman. Do you like this man? Oh, I'm praying about it. Get married. Get married. Get married. Execute the plan execute the plan immediately execute the plan you see there comes a time that enough of prayers you need to execute the plan Amen. do you understand what i'm sharing with you there comes a time that you have prayed enough you need to execute the plan the bible says the young man says he says i will arise i will arise He analyzed the situation. You know, there are certain things. I don't even know what you are praying and what answer you are expecting from God. If you are in a situation where you owe, you're borrowing all the time. And you need to make a decision to change your condition. You say, I'm praying about it. God does not want you to be be borrowed. He says, he he does not. He says, borrow. Borrow. Oh, no, man. Oh, no, man. Oh, no man. Except to love. Oh, no man. So that is your answer. What prayers do you need again? Is <laughs> somebody understanding? You need to make a decision. You need to make a decision and say, This person, the way he's going about it, he's never going to marry me. I have to stop following him. I have to stop following her. You need to make a decision and turn around and begin to look elsewhere. That's all. Begin to look elsewhere. Amen. You see, there are certain you. if you don't analyze it for yourself, and then sometimes you want people to analyze it, for, you get offended. Oh, yes. You want somebody to tell you that this is the situation. You get offended. You say that he analyzed it for himself. He looked at the circumstances. And then he says, How many higher servants of my fathers have bread enough, food enough to eat, and even to spare? And look at me. How long have, have I followed this man? And look, I'm still single. And I'm going to be 35, 36, 37. I need my children. How long? You need to move. Make a decision. Enough. Say, some, say to somebody, enough. enough. Say enough. enough. Amen. It is enough. It's enough. You see, you have to analyze the situation. And say, if this person was going to marry me, he would have married me by now. How long? How long? How long? How long? How long? is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? You need to make a decision and say, enough of this lifestyle. Enough of this riotous living. Enough of smoking hookah. Enough. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. Where do you want your life to lead you? Where? Why? Why? What do you want to destroy? Your, you have to analyze it for yourself and say, this hookah it's not going to take me anywhere. This weed is not taking me anywhere. This heroin is not taking me. These drugs, it's not taking you anywhere. Why? Why is it taking you? Somebody understand what I'm sharing with you. Young woman, you are sleeping with this man. You are hoping that he will marry you. You are hoping that he will marry you. Sleeping, sleeping, and sleeping. How long is he going to sleep with you before he qualifies for marriage? How many? Times. Are you not going to marry? We are praying about it. Are you not going to we are praying about it? When are you going to marry? Oh, Reverend, I'm praying about it. Oh, I'm praying. Because you are afraid to let me show you a scripture. Find a scripture for you. It comes to a situation where God wants you to just move on. Move on. You want me to show you? Yes. Go to Exodus. Exodus chapter 14. And verse 15. Exodus chapter 14 and verse 15. It says, go to the previous verse. Let me see. The Lord shall fight for you and he shall hold your peace. Verse 15. It says, and the Lord said unto Moses, wherefore criest thou out to me? Do you know when we cry unto the Lord? This is not how we pray. We are praying to the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, wherefore, Criest thou unto me. Speak unto the children of Israel that they should do what? They should do what? Go forward. Go forward. What's the amplifier? What does the amplifier say? It says, The Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? Tell the people of Israel to go forward. The new living translation says, Tell them to make a move, to move on. Amen. Enough of prayers. Get moving. He said, Then the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Why do you continue to pray? Why are you still praying unto me? You have prayed enough. Get up and move. Get up and move. It's a decision that you have to make and act. He says, Why criest thou unto me? Why are you still crying? Why are you still praying? Why are you still fasting? Enough of that. It's about time to get up and move. Amen. Wow. Amen. Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing? You see, we hide behind I am praying about it and not make decisions. We hide behind that. It's just Christian way of Not making a decision so that nobody will... I mean, if you tell me you are praying about it, what am I going to say? Don't pray about it. Yeah. It is just you don't want to make a decision. You need to rise up and go to school. It's a major decision, but you are praying about it. You see, it's a major decision to decide that I am going back to school. It comes with a lot of things. You see, this young man, he was going back to his father's house. Going back to his father's house, accompanied with all the embarrassment, the people who advised him to go that he didn't listen. His uncles and his aunts, his friends, who he's coming back and he's seen that they are doing well. His senior brother. All of these people may have talked to him and he didn't listen. But he realized that the situation that I am in, it is my presence in this country. It is my living in this country that has brought me all these problems. So if I am making or I'm looking for a change, I am going to go back to my father's house. Back to my father's house. Amen. Amen. Back to my father's house. Going back to school comes with a lot of things. You are old, yes. And you are going back to school. It's not easy. It comes with embarrassment. Sometimes you are going to sit in the same classroom with your children's classmates. (laughs) Then they saw you, they remember you from PTA. You used to come for PTA meetings. Ah, it's not you. (laughs) Do you understand? And they're looking at you, your children's classmates. When you were taking your children to kindergarten and they they saw you. Ah, are you the teacher or you are <laughs> you are a TA teaching assistant <laughs> It's a major decision and then you have to exchange notes with them N- and numbers. You have to change they have to become your friends because if you miss class, they are the ones that you call. Now your children's classmates, they are your friends. <laughs> you are laughing. <laughs> They are your classmates. And you miss class. Who are you calling? You are calling your friend. Your children. (laughs) Do you understand? So you see your children are seeing you on your Facebook and Twitter. Mommy, daddy, what are you doing? Hey, leave me alone. I have made a major decision. It comes with a certain way that you have to deal with you understand? But it will bring you a major breakthrough in the end. That is what will bring you a major breakthrough. Amen. Amen. Look at this young man. He joined himself to a citizen of that country, staying in the same place. Yes, he has a job, feeding swine, but he's still in want and no man will give him. He's still hungry. He's still hungry. And whatever major decision, major breakthrough is going to come, was going to require for him to make a major decision. Amen. A major decision. And so let's continue to read on. He says, verse 19, verse, verse 20. He says, And I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy highest servants. And he arose and came to his father. He arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And kissed him. Now look at the next verse. And the son said unto him, you see, he had not said anything. He had his plan. He has rehearsed his plan. He knew what he was going to say. And he had not said anything. He just came. And his father saw him. And his father ran unto him. And his father embraced him. Kissed him. And his father, that means his father welcomed him. That means his father was looking out to bring him home. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Now look. And then his, the son said unto him, Father, he didn't stop. You see, he did not stop with his execution of his plan which is what sometimes we do. Sometimes we do that. Sometimes you see that your situation is the way it is. Your situation is the way it is. And you know that you need some improvement in your situation. But along the line, as you are planning to execute your plan, you know your your situation requires that maybe you have to go to school. And then you start school. And then in the class, the first semester, You met this person, and then he says, my job, they are looking for this, 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 this. (laughs) So you see, you are embraced. And then you are making $16 an hour. And they say, my job, they are looking for, and they are hiring. Now they are paying $22 an hour. You see, and then you get distracted. Oh, yes, you know. You see, and you feel that it's a major decision. And then you stop the school. but You stop the school and take that job. But you forget that this, the reason why you were in want that drove you to go to school is the same situation you are going in now. Still without the school. Still without the school. Sometimes I see people, they come and they desire to go to school. They want to go to school. And they, so they find, temporarily, you find this um, home health aid job. And then they start paying you. uh, How much do they? A lot of money. Hundred dollars a day. One hundred and forty dollars a day. Two hundred dollars. And then you look, hey. And then you 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 say you don't want to go to school anymore. You say it's private. I do private. Or maybe the major decision is it moves you to private. Do you understand? Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? We say do not be distracted. If you have made a decision to do that, then go forward This young man, he made a decision to go to his father. It did not stop him. The father's embrace in between, as he was coming along with his plan, his father's interception. And welcoming him did not stop him from executing his plan. He says, I said, I'm going to go to do, I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do. So even when the father embraced him and welcomed him, the son said unto his father, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, you see, bring forth. You see, that comment that he made, that statement that he made, it just proved to the father that Indeed he has repented. He has realized that he has sinned and it's necessary to complete your execution of your plan. And that made the father even welcome him more. Because perhaps if the father if he had not made this statement, perhaps the father would still suspect, why is he back? Is he coming for the rest of the inheritance? Do you see? Perhaps he wants to be dead so that, you know, he probably may have certain doubts. But he went on and executed his plan. And the father said, bring forth, bring forth. Call, call the servants. Bring the servants. Bring the servants. Bring forth, bring forth. The best robe. Bring forth, the best robe. And put it on him. Not only that, put the ring also on him. He's not welcome. He says, what servant job? You're not going to take a servant job in my house if this is how you feel. Bring me. We are going to celebrate. For this, my son was lost. Now I realize that he's found. He's found. Amen. He's found. Major decisions leads to major breakthrough. Small decisions, they lead to small breakthroughs. They lead to small, small changes. Beloved, make your mind to make major decisions. Some of you need to make certain major decisions in your life. And it's going to bring a lot of inconveniences. Do you understand? A lot of inconveniences. You may fail an exam. It's part of that decision you have made. Do you understand? The, 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 The son, he didn't know that the father would even welcome him. But he was willing to go and try. He was willing to go and apologize. He was willing to go and confess to the father. He was willing to see that if anything at all, the worst scenario is that he would take me as one of his hired servants. And I'll be happy with that. That is much, much better compared to me joining myself to a citizen and having a U.S. passport and then feeding swine. Amen. Look, the real real breakthrough, it doesn't come with feeding swine. Do you understand? It doesn't come with feeding swine. Perhaps you have joined yourself to a citizen of the country and you have access to work. This boy joined himself to a citizen of that country and he had access to work, but it didn't bring him any major breakthrough. The major breakthrough came when he took a major decision to come back to his father's house. That is where he experienced that breakthrough. Hallelujah. Our time is up and I want us to pause here. And then we will continue next time we meet. Clap your hands together for Jesus and stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Major decision for a major breakthrough. Major decision for a major breakthrough. Oh yes. decision for a major breakthrough oh Jesus guide us guide us guide us Lord and help us help us enough of the prayers enough enough Lord help us to realize when we need to move on when we need to carry on when we need to make a move when we need to get moving for you said to the people of Israel enough of crying Get up and move. 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 Enough of praying. Enough of crying. Enough of calling on me. Enough of asking. Enough of crying. Enough of praying. Enough of of calling on me. He says, Arise and go. The young man arose. He says, I will arise. And he arose. I will arise. And he arose. He made a plan and he executed a plan. Nothing to stop him. He was not ready to be stopped, not even by the father's intercession, not even by the father's welcome. Nothing should stop us when we make that major decision. Oh, so Jesus, help us to carry it on. Help us to move on with our plans. One day, yes, make it ever true. Oh, help us. We need a change. We need a transformation. Oh, tonight, Lord, help us. We desire a change in our condition. We desire a change in our situation. We desire a change in our behavior. A change in our character. Lord, we can also do well. Help us, Lord. As and I am, yes. am deadly Mold me and make me, Lord. Mold me and make me, no yeah, Lord. Father, we are thankful and grateful tonight. We thank you, Lord, for making your ways known to us, Lord. Father, there are times that you want us to just rise and move. Lord, help us to come to that place when we make a decision. Help us, Lord, to rise up and go. As you told the people of Israel, you said, enough of crying unto me why criest thou unto me why do we still cry you say arise and move arise and get going arise and get moving Lord we thank you for this change our conditions will not remain the same anymore our situations will not remain the same anymore Lord by the help of the Holy Spirit we will make major decisions and we will carry on our decisions Major decisions they bring about a major change, they bring about major breakthroughs. We thank you, Lord, for your work. We thank you, Father, for teaching us and for showing us these things. We glorify your name in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. If there's anyone here tonight, you are not born again, you have not given your life to Christ, perhaps you come to the church all the time, but you feel in your heart that you are far from Christ tonight you are saying I want to repent from my sins I want to come back to Jesus I want to be born again I want to give my life to Christ if that is your prayer if you want to give your life to Jesus you want to receive Jesus Christ as your savior I will say a short prayer with you if you lift up your right hand wherever you are just lift up your right hand and I will pray with you is there anyone here like that anyone here like that you want to give your life to jesus you want to give your life to christ is there anyone here like that oh do not live here not receiving christ as your savior not knowing where you will go if you were to die today if you were to die tonight have you asked yourself where am i going where am i going have you asked yourself oh jesus father we are thankful and grateful for the gift of salvation in jesus name amen amen clap your hands together for jesus and you may be seated we, bless it. we, you. Open up the sky. we hope you have been blessed immensely by this message Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings for copies of this and other messages. Contact us via email at lci.bronx at lci.bronx@gmail.com.